Boy, it's like corralling cats around here. Alright guys, welcome to the second episode of Life Short Live Free. Is this my beer? I'm your host Sam. I'm with uh, three knuckleheads here, Toad Box and Johnson. Um, this is sponsored by Shyworks. We do Cerakote and make some uh, pretty awesome wallets. Uh, check us out. But um, yeah, so today we went out and uh, did some shooting. And um, well, I won two out of the last three, or two out of three, but somehow I got third place, which doesn't make any freaking sense to me. But so how? I don't uh, think you won two out of three. I absolutely 100% did win two out of three. But apparently, Box somehow, whatever, won. I'm, I'm, I still, <laughs> Come on. I still don't completely agree with that whole assessment. But um, kicked ass and you know it. You did pretty good on the last on the last round you pretty much spanked this on the last round it helps that you're you know for one considerably smaller than the rest of us weight wise <laughs> how does how does that help he's faster we only ran like 10 feet <laughs> I, I saw actually ran did you see me and johnson feet. trying to run <laughs> Did well, you see me running back and forth to the house? I am like a gazelle. Yeah, and you came <laughs> and you came back from the house with a burrito. You know, you know, Johnson. You came back with the, from the house with a burrito in I your did. hand I and a Red Bull. Too many calories sprinting. Johnson, if you did less sprinting up to the house, you might have done better in the whole uh, competition. But I don't know. I beat you. So. <laughs> I don't know how because I whatever. Okay, so Anyways. I think I think what it comes down to on that you won two out of three, right? But on the very last one, you I were was like pretty, I was, two whole seconds yeah, slower. Yeah, I was pretty so slow that on makes, the transition. So you know, that makes up a big difference. So, so anyways, um, Johnson, he ended up getting uh, second place. Yeah. But for some reason, we still designated him the loser because he performed so horrible in some of the other stages. I'd, most of the other stages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So most, we're just I mean, going to make him. He's, yeah. he's, he's cooking supper. and He, he did is, have yeah. a 25-second run. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a little excited and I just emptied magazines. <laughs> I couldn't control myself. I was just so darn happy. It was sunny out and yeah. there was a break in the rain. I just got really excited. And... So he's also sitting in the designated uh, beer bitch spot. So uh, yep. you'll see him getting up every, every now and then. Um, one thing we talked about doing um, before uh, was uh, Whiskey of the Week. Yep. Um, Toad uh, provided the whiskey this time. What would you, uh, what'd you get? I got a 15-year-old bottle of Dolwini Highland Scotch. I ran into this two, three years ago when I was in the Highlands in Scotland. Got a bottle, enjoyed it. I've actually opened this one. I'm drinking some right now. But uh, now you guys get to try it. So, so is that, what is that? Is that a bourbon or is, what is that? It's a single malt scotch whiskey. Ah, so it's terrible. Awesome. I've seen you drink some pretty <laughs> horrible whiskeys before. Yeah. So I uh, hopefully this is this is not bad, but um, a couple years ago I decided, you know, I was watching. I think it was like How I Met Your Mother or something like that, and Barney or whatever was drinking. He's always drinking the scotch. It's like, you know what? That's pretty freaking cool. I think I'm gonna go try me some. So I go, of course, go down to the local bar here, Dooskies. I says, "Give me your scotch." And the only thing they had was like, I think it was Johnny Walker Red or. Some crap like that. <laughs> Ooh, I like, think I was there that night. That was that was the one time that because it tasted like somebody made like put some just terrible cheap whiskey and put out a cigar three or four times in it <laughs> and filtered it through a dirty gym sock. <laughs> yeah, so it's like so so I don't do that any that anymore. But we're gonna try this stuff and hopefully it's uh fairly decent. Um, as far as the audio quality goes this time, guys, the first one wasn't the best. Hopefully, hopefully this uh. <laughs> 
the, the second one uh, goes a little bit better. We did some. Why were you so excited? We did by some. The noise of that? We did some changing around. And stuff. You know, <laughs> this is some fairly expensive whiskey, so you're gonna drink that whole thing you just poured, even if you don't like it. Yeah, good lord, man. Yeah, like I, I did get the most of us pour like. Just a little, like, measure in the bottom, and Sam's like I half did a get glass. A, I did get a little excessive there. What's this stuff called? Dolwini. Dolwini. Where is it from? Scotland. Highlands of Scotland. Made in the Scottish Highlands. And I don't drink whiskey. Actually, it's not bad. The taste is, uh, actually, it's a really good taste. It's smooth is what it is. Um... Yeah, you got that. You got that burn. Clear your sinuses There's out chunks a little in bit. But... That is the. Uh, that's the uh, cork. From, from we were jacking around with it. Is there legitimately chunks in there? It's a piece of cork. Mine's chunky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, here we're trying. To, here we're trying to be all classy and, and drink uh, some scotch and boxes of chunk. Chunky whiskey. Mm, yeah. Nothing but the best. And I'm uh, sorry about this. Uh, hitting on the table here that kind of resonates through our mics but uh this and we didn't talk about this last time this here not is bad. a chunk of history not bad so i was looking for um something to use for the podcast here looks and, smells like and your... my uh my mom actually had this made well her her so brother made it this. smells like that junk and you have problems <laughs> i'm trying to tell the feed bunk story guys so Sorry, my, uh, my uncle made this for my mom like 35 years ago and it's been sitting up in the up in the shop and we figured it it may it'd be perfect for this, but anyway, it's called the feed bunk um, because it looks similar to a feed bunk. So when you guys hear hear us revert refer to the feed bunk or whatever, this is what we're talking about. But um, yeah, I dig it, and it's kind of cool to have some uh, something with history in here. So, anyways, what's your guys' take on the whiskey? Pretty decent, or it is smooth. It is, he wasn't wrong. Smooth, yeah, I don't know if it's eighty five dollars smooth, but it's like it's okay. It's like seventy. Regardless, it's pretty decent. Anyway, it's it's I, it's, I it's, it's definitely it's it's better than drinking like a BV straight. It's yeah, it's a, it's a whiskey you could you could sip like that's what it is. It's a sipping whiskey. Yeah, I did I did get a little, that much is true. I did get a little I mean, aggressive on that pour there. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. I, I don't drink whiskey for specific reasons. Um, we'll just say that uh, I quit drinking whiskey probably four or five years ago. That one wasn't so smooth. And I, uh, I'm glad I did, but I don't mind. Like having a little taste here and there, you know, I can't just. Right. Well, well, if you start getting a little bit, a little bit mutsy, we'll just. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Johnson, yeah. knock it off. Yeah, I, uh, I'll be having this little sip, and that'll be about it. But. So yeah, no, it's good. I, I definitely like it. I mean, it's like you said with Johnny Walker. <laughs> you know, like I've had that before, and oh boy, that is. Gnarly stuff. I, yeah. I, I bought another kind of whiskey when I was over there. It was called. Um, we were on the Isle of Skye, and we went to the Talisker Distillery, and it was called Talisker Storm, and I'm thinking, that's a badass name for a whiskey. Well, they fire their boilers and whatnot over there with peat, which is just, like, decayed plant matter. Yeah. And that is exactly what the whiskey tasted like. Gross. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> like Moss whiskey. Yeah, know. it was bad. I think I still have most of that bottle somewhere, but... <laughs> Yeah, so, um, one thing we actually, we were going to talk about this last, uh, last podcast, but we never got around to it. It must've slipped my mind. Um, but we were talking about, um, obviously 
most of you or all of you obviously have seen this or on Facebook. So we're going to talk about Facebook trolls and how much um Def- you know, yeah, definitely. But how much even in the last <laughs> uh, in the last few years it just seems like it's gotten horrible. Like specifically we're talking about the Facebook gun groups. Um yeah. it seems and especially this just the last seems like the last year it just got terrible. So I was having this conversation or uh, we were talking about um red dots on a pistol actually um and the, the conversation came to which red dot is the best well obviously there is a, a pretty clear winner in that situation uh Trigicon rmr that's kind of the standard but it's it's not cheap it's rather expensive so the conversation came up to that and i says one guy says well that's the only option and i says well for a range gun it's not why would I spend twice the money when I can get a Vortex Venom for 200 bucks? And his his only response was, well, you're poor. Okay, what does that have to do with anything? I can, I can afford an RMR. So what if you are to. poor? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's got to be a big thing lately in the gun groups, too. These pe- freaking people just bashing on other people, calling them poor because their gun isn't quite up to snuff. Well, if that's all they can afford, you know, good on them, and I congratulate them for having that gun. It's just getting out of hand. So anyways, anyways, I came up... With um, the way, and this is this is Facebook wide. This will fix this will fix the program the the problem of trolls on Facebook. So once Facebook, every Facebook, if you're listening, yeah, figure listen out they probably are. are. Listen they up, probably. listen Duff, up, um, because this Duff is, Allen specifically. Yeah, this is a this is a killer idea here. But so you have maybe tw- two challenges per month, and if there's some douche nozzle that's just running his mouth and being a complete moron. You can hit the challenge button, and that challenge, <coughs> you got to go and meet and meet that fellow somewhere, and you guys work out your problems, and that's that's that. You're yeah. not gonna have any more have issues. Have a face-to-face talk. Exactly. And so once you guy. hit that challenge, and if he does not comply, and he just sissies out or whatever, doesn't show up, well, okay, that's fine. But he gets a freaking troll troll know, rating. Rating. So if this guy's got like a troll rating of 10,000 and he's just being a general dumbass well you can just ignore him and you know that he's a he's a freaking susan but if a guy you know has a troll rating of zero and he's talking smack to you but well there you go i mean so anyways i think that would fix the problem because there's no consequences you right know, now on facebook there's I no consequences for acting like a jackass you might be like instigating murder quite a bit of the time <laughs> idea, though. well no no this well you could have designated areas like in every oh, state you could, right like ufc octagons <laughs> <laughs> ufc octagons or something so you know you'd have a ref and you could just beat the living crap out of each other and that would I, I'm I'm saying that would fix the problem anyway. I feel though like, I mean, I usually see like stroll through Facebook and you'll see something like it'll say Sam Shire comment on this and I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna be good. I feel like you would get challenged a lot. Like you would have like a permanent black eye. You could or you couldn't have a full time job because all you <laughs> would do is meet these people all no, day long. No, but I don't I don't troll on Facebook. I don't just say stuff to be a general dumbass. You know, at least at least like what I'm saying and I believe in and I'm not just doing it to freaking instigate and be a, a jackass. Duff. Right. Yeah. So um anyways, I thought that was a great idea. It would uh, definitely take care of our, our little uh, troll problem on Facebook, anyway. But 
You yeah, guys, you guys I don't could... seem as thrilled about it. it is, I think, I think, I think I it's could... a fantastic idea. I, yeah, uh, aside from work. the whole murdering thing. Well, <laughs> well, you're the one that mentioned murder. <laughs> well, then you could just okay. Well, you could just add a, another rating to everybody. Murder, murder. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't really have to worry about that person trolling. Died or in an octagon because they'd be in prison. So, well, this I mean, that really fixes. This guy's the got a murder rating of 14. I, I, I think I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on this one. <laughs> <laughs> murder rating of 14. Yeah. yeah Watch well. out for that guy. Holy <laughs> shit! He's got the high score. <laughs> Yeah. So okay, it, okay. The the idea may, it may take some tweaking, but Facebook, look into it. You guys, you guys have been doing a lot of new options in the past few years, so this is one you might want to think about. Yep. Just my two cents, and I would, you know, call me up, ask me about it. You know, maybe Mark this Zuckerberg. Maybe this is something we should uh, integrate into the Facebook group, though. Once it gets larger. If you kind I'm of not challenge, sure. I'm not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually have. Shooting challenges like, in our Facebook are you group. Talking, if somebody's bashing wanna, how terrible we all are obviously you, are. You, are you, you talking Main about like Street meet on Main Street high noon? Yeah. Turn twenty paces. Yeah. Everybody gets one yeah. shot. Do we use old cap and ball percussion pistols? I mean, like, I suppose we could. <laughs> yeah, we could do. I mean, we could do. Something. I'm not sure how. Well, just the, an idea. The other There's thing a is gnat flying in here. That is. Going to consume 100% of my attention until it dies. <laughs> so anyway, the the group Excuse that he's Johnson. the group that he's talking about is is our our Facebook group, Life Short Live Free. Um, we talk about basically that's where the podcast came from. Um, so you know anything we talk about on here, whiskey, guns, cars, hunting, women, you know whatever, whatever. Hunting women? You just, you just <laughs> there was a comment there. Oh. Kids, punctuation is important. You just laid out the plot that. to a country punctuation song. Punctuation will save lives. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, that's a group that I don't, we don't, we don't put it up with any uh, bullshit in. I mean, it's, it's. You make us sound like a bunch of hard asses in there. No, not, yeah, not, we don't anyway, deal with, not anyway. We don't deal with douchebags. Yes, the first two rules, it. similar to Fight Club. I'm talking don't about be an don't be a don't be a douchebag is rule number one. Rule number two, don't be a douchebag. Yeah, it's that important. Um, so anyway, if you if you're looking for a good group to join, go and um, check that out. You know, it's a pretty good group of guys in there right now. It's, it's fairly small, but we're growing, and um, it's always a good time in there. So uh, yeah, uh, go and check that out. And one argument that I know last week you two got into a little bit. Face to face, this wouldn't you know, even need to be challenged. Maybe, maybe we should challenge it though. What the next uh, cross? Insisting on carrying your mag on your strong side. Okay, so what they're talking about is, um, I was last time we were shooting out there, I was carrying it's my mag less smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I was carrying my mag in this little this little pocket right in here. Your Pocket watch pocket. Well, sure, whatever it is. So it fits perfect. It'll fit a double stack mag. A lot of times I'll carry it like I carry a Glock 43. Um, a lot of times I'll just shove that mag in there. It works awesome. And, of course, uh, I know it's not the quickest method to, to, to reload, but it's there if I have it. You know, if I, if I need it, I have it at least. It's better than not freaking having it. So box, of course, being, being box. Um, well, that's dumb. You're going to be – you're not as quick doing it that way. I realize that. Um, obviously, you're, you're, what do they call it, weak side? Yes. 
it's better to carry it on your weak side. But my reasoning behind this is it's it's freaking there. It's not in the way. I don't like having extra shit on my belt. It drives me nuts having... If you're carrying a, a, a gun anyways, it's already... You know, I just don't like having extra stuff on my belt. You know, as far as a, another a mag pouch over here or whatever. Um, so what we got to talking about was uh, the likelihood of needing to actually to reload um in a and, concealed carry situation in a concealed carry situation and i got i pulled up the average number of rounds fired in a deadly encounter is between two and four um so three <laughs> that doesn't sound right to me this Where is just those stats this from? is that just sound right this is all. just a, an article that i brought up uh from shooting illustrated this t the, i can't even say that word I never can say this statistics? word. Statistics? Statistics. <laughs> it's like, what was the one last month? <laughs> last week was, uh, or two weeks ago? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, that was a doozy, too. That uh, was uh, proprietary. Pro yeah, proprietary. proprietary. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was a doozy. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, it's a well-known fact that there's not that many. Uh, say if you do need your gun in a self-defense shooting, you're not going to have to use that many rounds, typically. Are there instances Absolutely. I'm definitely not saying that there's not. And I'm not bashing on you at all if you feel like carrying a magazine, an extra mag. That's perfectly fine. And like I said, sometimes I do. But it's just right there because that's the simplest and easiest way for me you to don't, carry. You don't have to have extra gear to right. hold. You know, your standard holsters, I mean, you can get holsters, especially like mm -hmm. appendix carry holsters mm -hmm. that accommodate a second magazine. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you already have a holster and you're used to just carrying a holster for your pistol right you know you'd have that on virtually every pair of pants that you wear right it's not another piece of gear that you have to buy another thing hanging on your belt like you said you see know? now we had a similar conversation you might not remember but it's been a couple of years i solved that problem what what uh, problem the needing an extra mag when you're carrying a clock problem just Carry what, a 1911 carry 45, and you won't have that problem, Sam. So, See, that's a whole nother discussion. No, we're not we're going, going there. there. We're not going to. That's not. That, I wasn't. I wasn't actually trying to just start a discussion. That's just a. It's a jibe <laughs> at Sam. Yeah, he likes to give me because I'm a self-admitted Glock fanboy. I I don't care. Make fun of me. But, I I don't mind him myself. It's just fun to give Sam grief. But Toad is Toad is a 1911 guy, and he just loves him to death. But I and you better you know, hope you don't need a lot of rounds because you only got seven to work with. And right. Well, the other the other part carrying about uh, of carrying a 1911 is you can just use like a freaking hammer if you run out of ammo. <laughs> right. Or I mean, when I just don't want... inevitably jams. <laughs> <laughs> one thing one thing that i i did here i i saw like a i don't know if it was coleon noir or who it was but you know like the types of people who carry what ammo right you know whether it's 389 40 or 45 and one of the funny things that i heard like one of the funny anecdotes i heard you know for nine verse 45 was well nine expands and then I heard the response to that was, well, 45 doesn't shrink, you know, so <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's got a valid point. There, there's it a doesn't. point there. It doesn't shrink. It's still a 45 caliber a hole. Big so, damn bullet. Yeah. Well, I mean, that art, that, that argument, we won't get into it too deep, but nine verse 45, um, in the last several years, there's been so many advancements in, in ballistics tech 
ballistics technology words are hard <laughs> why am well, i the, why I mean, am i the host just... i can't even speak it seems like <laughs> not even so much ballistics as well terminal ballistics maybe but like bullet design well and, that's what i mean yeah and carry ammo you know what i mean with the nine millimeter has improved a ton over the last 10 years with concealed carry ammo absolutely and i think 45 has as well but you know i think yeah. with the velocity that nine millimeters moving you know, you get a good with the new bullet designs. You're getting a good expansion. You're getting right. A good... Speaking of right. new bullet designs, one of the most gimmicky rounds I think I've seen in the last five years I'm is that sure rip out. Yep. Oh. That RIP ammo. was going. There is no way I would ever, let alone pay the thirty-five dollars for twenty bullets. But there is no way I would ever carry that. Have I you mean, seen how many issues they have? Like it's not terrible. Feeding. Yeah. Well, look at it. I it's know. it's all it's it's, it's like just a bunch, a bunch of, of razor blades yes. sticking out in random directions. That'll how does that feed? Barrel ramp. And, <laughs> and when it and when it runs forward into the barrel ramp, you know those bend. Right. I mean, they have to. Well, have you seen the uh, ballistics gel on them? Yeah. Oh, it tear you. It well, tear it's not. It's not as. It's not as. Uh, effective as you would actually think i know those tiny because those little like tines just kind of go out things. and yeah, yes i mean you're getting shot by nine millimeter it's still gonna freaking how many grains up. are those though like 124 I, I, think think. I think they keep them pretty standard yeah. wait i, I would have thought they'd be a whole lot lighter i don't think they're a whole lot lighter yeah but you definitely see those um every now and then they pop up again <clears> all over the facebook group hey have you guys seen this yeah well i did yeah, two years ago I saw it. You're a little behind the times, but yeah. that's all right, you know. Yeah. There's, I still see people every now and then they'll post in a gun group. They're like, mm. "Oh, this is my favorite carry around." I'm like, why have you ever, ever shot it or done any sort of testing on it or looked into it at all? Like, you're just buying it because it looks cool. Well, right? two or three years ago, that was gun channels on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Everybody had a ballistics gel test of that. R.I.P. ammo. Yeah. Well, so it's not hard to go do some research before you buy carry ammo and just look and see how many problems that stuff. Well, has. there's another one too that I was I, I read a bunch because I thought it looked interesting and I was kind of interested interested in getting some and you guys have probably seen it. it's that 12 gauge round from Oath Ammo. It's that big old school copper. Like oh, and it just it's got fingers and it, it's got like four and it, it's supposed to expand to like a two inch diameter. I watched a video on that. They're like I forget what they are. They're like freaking ten bucks a round or something like that. Oh. They're super expensive. It's got this like nickel ball in the middle and it's supposed to expand. And like the first like seven the guy tried never even fired. Neat. Hmm. Yeah. Good, good self defense ammo, definitely. definitely. Is that like a tough later mouse deal? He always has cool shotgun shells. I don't know. Is that the one he just loads them with just random shit? Well, Demolition Ranch did that at the beginning, the custom shotgun shells, but YouTube shut him down on that deal. Because oh. that's manufacturing ammo, which you can't no. do yeah. now on right. YouTube or whatever. But yeah. Toflater Mouse did some. He had guys like machining Sabo rounds and all kinds of cool stuff, like uh, like basically the shape of a thumbtack. Only right. out of steel. He'd like turn them out of steel and shoot them. Right. It was pretty cool. But um I don't know, they I think they've kinda shut those guys down on YouTube pretty hard on yeah, they, shells and pretty they kinda went well, full Nazi on everything. Uh, what was it like six months ago? You can't show 
they said that you can't show how to do put guns together and all sorts of yeah and you know i've stuff. seen but i still yeah i've still seen a lot of that stuff around yeah they haven't cracked down on it like super hard i don't think because um I, they haven't been deleting videos too much anyways. No. Because I, I can still know, find most of the stuff that I'm wanting to find I don't find know what they've there. done as far as, like, channel strikes on that stuff either. I don't know. Because I, know. I know at some point they were, they were, like, giving channel strikes even for, like, really old videos. You know, right. there was no, like, grandfathered in on that stuff. You well, know? that's just freaking... If if you put it up while the the policies were in place that said you know hey this is completely fine why would they how could they possibly I mean that's just yeah, outrageous. I don't know, but and I, I these these alternatives to YouTube that were there was a few of them Gunstreamer and HugeTube and um, Full Thirty. Yeah, Full doesn't 30s, seem I think like about the most prominent one now. Is it? See, I haven't paid as too much as... attention. How how have those been taken off? I, you know, honestly, I haven't noticed a huge change in the gun channels on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like I haven't right. noticed, like I watch Johnny's reloading bench all yeah. the time. And that's like him hand loading stuff and test firing for groups <laughs> and telling you what his charges are, what brass he's using, what primary he's using, you know? Really? Like, yeah. And it, I mean, it's just a full reloading channel. That's what he does is, okay, I got this barrel for my AR 10. I'm going to load these 308 rounds. I'm going to use these powders with these bullets, this brass, this primer, yeah. with these charge weights, and I'm going to go shoot them and, and see he's getting what away with sizes that, huh? are. Yeah, and that, I mean, I don't think he's a huge channel, but he's not a small channel. It's not like he has 35 subscribers, no. you know. So. Um, who was that one? It was Utah Gun Exchange. Um, huge, huge tube, I think they called yeah. it. Yeah. But he was he was traveling the country following that March for Your Lives yeah. um, ridiculousness that these kids were doing. Um, which I was, you know, was thinking good for him, but then didn't he get freaking busted with a bunch of shit the other, a while back? Yeah, maybe. He went to, uh, he got, he got hammered pretty hard on someone. I don't remember exactly what it did, what was, he did. I think well, it was. Same with FPS Russia. You remember how he, what, Yeah, what happened FPS to him anyways? Because he was massive. Oh, he was the biggest gun channel on YouTube seven, eight years ago. He was right. the biggest out there. Um. He he was from Georgia. He's some guy from Georgia. Definitely not Russia. Not yeah. His not, real name was Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> and he he got in trouble for some like class three firearms that you know he got in trouble for like some stuff that he should have known better on. I thought there was something weird that went on too. Like his his, his like manager got, got him, no yeah. his the guy that got him all the guns. They found him tied up to a chair yeah. and like tortured and murdered. Yeah. And uh it's got dark. Yeah. Yeah, he got so, he got tied oh, up like, in some crazy stuff. Yeah, he got in some trouble for Like I saw a video actually where that guy's dad was like he he's like he was like 100% certain that FPS Russia was the one that had killed him. And there was like he was under investigation for like a couple of years. <coughs> and then he put out a video saying he was coming back and they were going to do all this new stuff and then it never happened. Mm -hmm. And then he got raided by the ATF like three times. You yeah. see that video? I'm sure you did that video of him where he's blowing up the truck and he about got smoked by the door. And he just yeah. stands there like nothing's happening. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a lot like that one. Like they shot a fridge and the guy was uh, standing behind a tree mm -hmm. and the door came up and I think it hit the tree that he was standing behind. Well, yeah, yeah. and there's a guy that, that did the lawnmower and the the blade cut his leg off. 
boy. <laughs> it wasn't the blade. It was like the f- part, like a part of the mower itself. But it was like a chunk of the deck or something. I witnessed firsthand a, a refrigerator, or not a refrigerator door, but like a, it was a microwave, microwave door. Oh, about about you, uh, yeah. about whack Jackson somebody. Oh, my. Yeah, Careful, buddy. Tannerite is uh, it's definitely fun. Um, but violated. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely fun, but Box. the number one thing that you want to uh, you want to. Be I got some over here, safety, but thanks. So. I mean, um, there's a lot of times when you blow something up, yeah, you think, oh, heck, I'm I'm plenty far enough away. Well, typically. Typically, if you think you're far enough away, you should probably go another 50 to 100 yards. Just yeah, saying. so, like, when we did the You Betcha shoot. Hell, we, when, yeah, we were, what, a couple hundred yards away? We were probably, I would guess, 160 yards yeah. from that freezer. And when Tony was taking care of the charges, I was a little concerned. I thought maybe we should put it on the other side of the creek. Because when Tony's in idea. charge of the explosive, that's not a good situation. Why would general? you put Tony in charge of anything? They were Tony's explosives. Took that responsibility. Well, on to himself. be fair, it was my fault. I called him and asked him to do it <laughs> because he uh, <laughs> he likes playing around with explosives. Let's be honest, and he's he's you know good at it ish. We'll call it well versed. <laughs> he's well he's well versed in explosives. I, I don't. He's I don't a, think we'll say good at it necessarily. We're yeah. actually planning on having him on this podcast every now and then. You guys will probably probably like him. He's uh he's interesting. He is uh definitely a character. Good job, Toad. Hey, Johnson. <clears throat> do you want the gnat? No, kill that darn thing. <laughs> Golly. Drive me nuts. There he is. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got what else do we got on the list we want to talk about? Oh yeah. Uh the uh zombie apocalypse shows. So, um, I was wondering the other day why those are so popular. I mean, and it's just, they just, now they're starting to die down a little bit, I think. But in the last five years, they're freaking huge. You know, you had Walking Dead, and um, which got horrible after season five, and I stopped watching. Uh, but then you have Z Nation. I don't know if you guys seen that on Netflix. That's the best one that I've watched so far. And then there's dozens Countless of movies, movies and yeah. series, lesser known series, and all sorts was, of things. Uh... Like 28 days later, 28 weeks later, they had a sequel on right, that. Right, right. There was... Uh, the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. What was the one with... Uh, shoot. Remember Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? Nope. Yeah. The young kid out of that, like the main character in that? That was right. Legion. Was it? Yeah, where it was like uh, an- like angels possess people and they turn into like zombies. That's, and... yeah. Yeah, I... I just saw that. So song. anyway, they're they're massively, they're massively popular. But I got to wondering why, and it, it occurred to me that um, it's just you like people love freedom, and I think the ultimate freedom is when something like that happens. It's, it's like laws don't apply. You can do whatever the hell you want. You know, you can get your your full autos, and you got no consequences, and you you can do whatever whatever you want. Right. You know, and that's I think the main reason why people love watching that that stuff is it just immerses them into that. And they, you know, um, for a little bit, not experience it, but, you know. Um, but I think um, people are drawn to that freedom. But freedom is freaking scary. And it, it, Absolute it, freedom. Absolute absolute freedom is scary. And for, that's, I think for the average populace, it would be scary. Yes, yeah. But that's why I'm saying the average person, they love to watch it on TV. Right. They don't like to experience it. And that's um, we're gonna get we're gonna get deep here for a second, um, but I 
as far as like say Green like waiters. like like this, <laughs> as far as like this country goes, um, there's a certain there's a balance between yes we give away some of our freedom for protection as far as you know the government goes, um, but I am I am I'm a conservative. I want small government. I don't want you messing up my life. I think the the main thing the government needs to do is protect our freaking borders, make our make it safe for us and let us freaking live our lives. You know, I don't want you freaking doing all this freaking healthcare and all this other stuff, you know, making sure that We don't need micromanagement. Exactly. Let me freaking live my life. But the thing is, is that's freaking scary. That's freaking scary and people can't freaking they can't just they don't like taking responsibility for their own lives. So they, well, they want the government to freaking protect. That's them. becoming more and more popular as somebody wants to take, wants someone to take care of them, even adults. Right. It's like, I don't want to be an adult. I don't want to have to worry about health care or, you know, having a job or paying for my food. Right. So I just think the government should do it. So that's why it's becoming more and more evident that that's where our government is heading is Bernie. trying to take care of everyone. Bernie. Yeah. Because that's what in large cities People don't know how to fend for themselves, and they don't want to fend for themselves. They don't even want to work for themselves. Right. So they, you know, they just want somebody to take care of them. Right. So right. that's, and going back to the zombie movie thing, you know, that's a little bit of what people should really think. You know, like, oh, that would be so cool to just be out of my own and survive. and Right. Know? And, I, I and think have that, complete freaking freedom. <clears throat> that gives people kind of that that experience you know i quote experience <clears throat> absolutely but, you know seeing that on tv is like oh man that would be so cool i would do this i would do you know like people get really into it oh yeah and that's because why they, they they come up with like these plans of how they would handle that kind of situation right but when it comes down to it if that anything not even zombie related but a severe economic collapse or emp yeah, something like that. And there's it been studies. Be... There's been studies done um, of say any like say, say uh, North Korea was to get a. Uh, Can we turn EM... this into a conspiracy theory? No, but Chat. we're just <laughs> say like, say like, whoever like whatever country. Red Dawn direction here. <laughs> whatever country got a got a, a an EMP over the center of the United States and blacked out the United States. There's been studies done that said that within a year, like 75 to 80% of the population, don't quote me on that exact number, but it's right in that ballpark, would be dead. Because, well, if you think about it, people in the middle of the cities, how are they going to fend for themselves? Where is that food going to go? Because you get daily trucks coming into those cities feeding all those people. They ain't growing anything. We don't, they ain't we don't need nothing. farms. We have grocery. We have plenty of grocery stores. Well, absolutely. I mean, why would you go to a grocery? Why, you know, why would you go and, and shoot a deer when you can go to a grocery store and buy ground beef that nobody had to kill? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> the, other, the other part of that, like you're you're, you're saying, um, and I've heard people say, like, well, you could just hunt for your food if something like that happened. Well there's a finite number of animals out in the wild, you know, around here, if that were, something like that were to happen around here, everybody I know here hunts. I mean, the deer population will be wiped out in right. a month. Well, look at, so if you look at when we first came to this area, South Dakota, um, Wyoming, Iowa, when, <laughs> Iowa, when we first came to this, the center of the United States, right? right. There was right. an enormous enormous population of bison yep right there were elk in iowa yeah and the, well and that i mean 
that's a whole different discussion of you know where they got killed versus where they migrated to and stayed there but as far as like even bison goes there was a ton and they brought them to the very edge of extinction just from over hunting but they didn't have cattle like we do now right you know so that was their main source of meat as they were coming through here you know there were just so many of them that they didn't care they were just killing them bringing them to whatever town or trading posts they could and you know selling them eating them whatever and they basically brought them to extinction and if that mm-hmm. would that same kind of scenario would basically repeat itself because well that and you get what what's the u.s got 300 and some odd million people mm-hmm. you know compared to back then there was, was 320 or 325 you know, million. compared to back then there was what a few hundred thousand at the the most when we were you know moving westward yeah and think that that few of people could still have that much effect. You know, I was actually watching a Joe Rogan podcast the other day talking about, he was talking to Russell Brand, mm-hmm. who's vegan, doesn't even eat any, use any animal products. Man, in he's his missing life. out. And <laughs> cheese. Right. And he was, uh, they were talking about hunting because he was, you know, Joe Rogan, he's a, he likes to hunt elk with bow. That's, he loves right. to do it. And Russell Brand was talking about, I got you. Russell Brand was talking about, you know, he's like, I don't know, maybe I've watched too many Bambi, watched Bambi too many times or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I just have too much emotional feelings about hurting that animal that I couldn't do it. Right. And Joe Rogan made a pretty, pretty interesting point about that, how, you know, we keep promoting hunting and outdoors and all this stuff to everybody. Everybody should hunt. Everybody should, you know, be outdoors and, hunt and mm-hmm. hunt their own food and but it's not logical for everybody to hunt not in this society no it's not it doesn't no i mean just in total not even in just not even take society out of it and all the other bullcrap out of it there's not enough animals to sustain the number of people that we have there's not enough wild animals for everyone to hunt their food with the population that we have no absolutely not it just it just wouldn't work right so you know we keep promoting hunting which and i think that's a good thing to keep promoting hunting and outdoor activities and things like that but Mm -hmm. you know to hunt for food it's it doesn't make sense for everybody to do it right it doesn't because you couldn't sustain the population of animals right well you'd end up you'd end up farming elk instead of you know you'd have did you know how awesome an elk farm would be around here? Oh, yeah. That would be badass. Yeah. But, you know, it'd just be like having cattle, only it'd be just different animals. I knew you somebody know what that, I'm saying? I knew somebody that had a, uh, a deer farm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. somebody shot his, uh, his stud buck, and he said that was enough of that. Yeah. But, you know. So, yeah, anyways... Um, we kind of got off of the zombie apocalyptic uh, type uh, thing, but we're kind of going in the same direction. But the zombocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think with the zombie thing, though, yeah, it it does it does make sense that if some situation like that occurred, two thir- you know, three quarters of the population would be mm-hmm. dead in no time because right. they, they wouldn't know how to fend for themselves. Right. Right. You know, and, and I think honestly, I think time of year would 
have an effect on that too. Oh, for sure. How many people would freeze to death if it happened in the middle of winter? Like the entire state of New York. <laughs> oh just, yeah, anybody, anybody from what, what's that? What's that line? The Mason Dixon line. That's I mean pretty pretty much anything That's above that gets. Off. We're north of the Mason Dixon. Right, line. but yeah, but it gets freaking cold up here. Hell, we had negative yeah, thirty. We didn't make our own fires. Well, I'm just saying anything north of that Bronx gets. Has no, no idea what they are doing. Right, but I'm saying everything north of that gets rather freaking cold. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Yeah, we see the movie the day that, after tomorrow. They're all going to be huddled in the New York Library burning books. Oh yeah. <laughs> We only got we only got ten years. I mean, before this uh, climate change is going to kill us all. Yeah, anyways, I mean, guys, I'm, so, I'm I'm stacking you know. up on ammo and firewood. So, <laughs> well, you better you, what you really should do is figure out how to burn those cow parts. <laughs> <laughs> you need to capture it and burn it for warmth. There you go, right That's there. So, uh, so every I I will solve AOC. Uh, oh. You just listen here. I will solve the problem. We'll just put yeah, a backpack a backpack she's on every this. cow. And it'll capture their farts, and then we can just burn that methane gas for for warmth. I and there you go. We we can we can make that methane fart produce, diapers. Yeah, but that <laughs> produce electricity, and well, there we go. Still, it solves the problem. It doesn't because it's still burning something that's gonna end up ruining the atmosphere. You know, it'll still create um, greenhouse gas. Greenhouse gases. <laughs> whatever. I saw something about at cattle yards how hmm. they were gonna cap. They were basically gonna like bubble cattle yards and capture all the methane and burn it to run a generator to power the, the farm barn. yeah well hell if it's whatever you know go for it so what happens to care. the guy that has to go into that bubble and do chores he walks in <laughs> and is immediately overwhelmed by the toxic methane gas yeah. that's built up there's 50 dead cows over there <laughs> right. there's 20 over here shitting themselves and this guy just walks in and he's like basically dies yeah i mean lack of oxygen you need a hazmat suit to go in there oh god oxygen scuba gear ah well that got interesting um (laughs) yeah where where did we start (laughs) zombie apocalypse we went from zombies to cow farts went went from the zombocalypse to i'm not not quite sure how that worked but whatever you know it's we're having fun something uh johnson something johnson said earlier reminded me of this some of you guys might have saw it in the group. Uh, this guy sent yes. a request, the Freedom of Information Act, under that. Oh boy, here we go. To the ATF for uh, any records documenting the use of a bump fire type stock used during the commission of any crime to date. And they found absolutely no responsive records. They said this is not a denial of information, rather, it is to inform you that no records were found. So, so this, we thought that was uh, that was pretty interesting. This goes back given to the conspiracy theory yeah. talk that I was talking about. How yeah, I said, and, this and why this is theory? why he's bringing this up is because obviously um, they said in in Las Vegas that that, that they were used um, because supposedly when they they busted into his room, um, there was bump stocks laying all over the place, and then that's what he was using. But I remember that uh, that night extremely well. Um, I was still up when this was happening, and I was watching the, the raw video that was coming out of there. And I can tell you without a doubt that that was 100% not a bump stock. It's not. It wasn't. Because there was not a single instance where he 
typically when you're trying to get a bump stock to go, it takes a little bit of doing. It's not just, you don't, you can't pull the freaking trigger. It don't work that way. What you got to do is, um, so basically you'll pull it against your, pull this hand against your shoulder and this hand pushes out. And then basically it uses that reciprocating action. <laughs> that got, that got, <laughs> oh boy. A stroking action? Would that be more accurate? Sam, you so, did that very well. You must be so, well versed anyways, in that particular. This was a serious Your muscle memory is just astounding. You sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really walked myself you into a corner. You do it to yourself every one. time. You just went on with it. But, so, long. <laughs> I, so one thing that I, that I thought was very peculiar about that i thought the same thing you know heard heard the audio from it and everything and i immediately thought that's definitely not a bump stock no but have you ever seen anybody lay prone and shoot a bump stock off a bipod no because all the pictures that i saw from the hotel room well were all like bipoded rifles it's like there's how would you even yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, and I brought that point up on a gun board uh, a while back, and supposedly it can be done, um, but it just doesn't seem like that would be the 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 way that he, how much accuracy he shot, and a bump stock basically takes away all your accuracy. I mean, that's why well, they're I don't not... like the accuracy argument because it was a giant crowd of people. Yeah, it's not 100%. like he's picking out one by one. So... Right, right. But I mean. I'll I will just tell you that that wasn't a that was not a friggin' bump stock. Listen to those recordings. Go watch the video. That was not a friggin' bump stock. Just wasn't. And and, and the way that if you also look at the layout of his hotel hotel room, there was two windows that he was shooting out of. He was shooting out of one, and then he'd run over to the other, and um, was shooting out of that one as well. But there was there's just too many uh, too many unanswered questions. And, and that's the, still basing it on the fact that you. That people think that he was the one who did. Yeah, I mean, he was you not. Into, you can get into all no kinds way. of other stuff. No way they are getting into the conspiracy no. Yeah, because there there's other theories that there's a million you, theories. Yeah, because if you look at like where it was, there was reports of people checking out holes in fuel tanks at the airport. That's right across from mm -hmm. where the thing was. They think he was trying to shoot down a plane or it was somebody else. Well, and he was also... a scapegoat. They killed the guy, had all the guns in there. He could have been an arms dealer for somebody. You know, like, there's so many heard that theories out people there that think, it could have been. Uh, the gunfire was coming from helicopters also. Like, why? I don't Because people hear don't... the automatic fire <laughs> yeah. and the echo and think it's a helicopter blade. I don't know. Well, you know, this is as, as sad as that whole situation was. One of the things that got me was that gigantic walking. I can't cuss, can I? Hemorrhoid uh, named Dan Bilzerian. Did you see the video oh, he right. put out during that? Yeah, him trying to take a cop's gun. Yeah. To help shoot back. It's what like, a freaking idiot! Go yeah. home. Let them do their job. Yeah. I mean, who are you? Failed out of. Navy SEAL, SEAL training. And there, was, training. and there was actually guys there that did some pretty heroic shit. Yeah. They did actually save people and walk into gunfire yeah. and, 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 yeah. and do some pretty awesome stuff. He um, just he just really saw it as a publicity thing. And yeah. so honestly, maybe in his mind he thought he was actually going to help. But Maybe. But let's, let's turn this massive negative into a, a small positive here. And this guy needs to be in the freaking life short-lived free group. Did you see that guy? After, while this was happening in Vegas, and he was hammered drunk, to be fair, 
but he was standing, he stood up like on, on on top of something and was flipping the oh yeah the gunman off yeah. while this 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 yeah. was going off and I, I just just imagine waking up the next morning and see, and after you were he was obviously blindingly drunk but, I but waking up and, and and seeing the news and seeing what happened and be like huh and your buddy's Man, I got you, hammered your buddy's night. telling you yeah so you were standing there flipping this guy off that was trying to freaking shoot you you know, but that's the ultimate, think, the ultimate blackout. I think one of the real heroes of that whole ordeal was the guy who stole somebody's yep. truck. Right. I mean, he was a Marine or something, wasn't he? Yep. I think driving yeah. people to the I hospital. I don't know if he was a Marine, Just but he was hauling people in like military, loading yeah. the back of the pickup up, taking them to the hospital. Yeah. Or and that's a, I think that's. But I think Ford actually gave that lady a new truck. I think she did. I, yeah, I, I think, think I heard I that think too. I think they did. Like yeah. so. That was, I think, will go down as, I mean, obviously I remember 1911, or 9-11 like it was 1911, 9-11 like it was yesterday, and that will also go down as one of the events that you remember, you know, hey, where were you at? But I think there were so many, so many stories of, stories of heroism coming out of there, and, and feel-good stories, and amazing stories, and that was that thing, you know... There's always the media trying to divide us, but I felt that there was, you know, the, another another time in our country's history when we kind of all came, you know, together and yeah, it was a it was a, it was a dark day on our country, but you know, it, there was the, also some bright some bright side to it. For on sure. the topic of heroism, that uh, UNC shooting just recently, right. Yeah. That was stopped. The way that was stopped, that was well. He didn't I'd have to he say that was pretty. He didn't heroic. stop him, but he definitely uh, delayed him so he could be stopped. Supposedly, right? Is that? I, it, I don't honestly. I don't know the whole story he, to it. He, he jumped on him and he was like shot. He, he like tackled the guy down, and then the police were able to get to him. But well, we're well, good on him. Um, God bless that guy. He's yeah, definitely had saved, a, definitely uh, saved some life. Pretty right? giant uh, parade for him. Funeral procession, if you want to call it that. And they, they actually, um, he was an ROTC cadet, um, and there was like kind of a big to-do, they were going to give him uh, they, full military honors they, burial, yeah, which, military honors. which, and this is, you know, like, that's an odd, odd thing to do for someone that's never been through basic boot camp or anything like that, um, yeah. and uh, there was a lot of people that don't agree with it. Um, I, I personally kind of actually don't either, but, um, there's no doubt the guy was a hero, but, uh, it was, I just reading, it was mainly on our, one of the veteran Facebook pages we follow. Um, mm -hmm. they had a discussion about it and, uh, what was the general consensus on there? He should not have been buried with full military honors, but, well, I guess I'm not in the military, so I can't really say I can see right how that could be disrespectful. That's, and that's what a lot of people said, but, uh, you know, and at the same time, one guy had a very good comment. He's like, you know what? This kid was an ROTC candidate. He was aspiring to be an officer in the military, and he sacrificed his life to, you know, stop save this guy. Others, wow. yeah. So, and that kind of flip-flopped my opinion a little bit on the whole matter. And in the end, you know, a young man's dead. Uh, he died in a very brave way. And uh, I, you know, yeah, he, he gave his he gave his life to save others. Yeah, so, gave I mean, him a good send off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I don't have opinion on that either way. But um, on we can 
switch this positive again. Yeah. Um, so Box won today, guys. Did you know that? Did you know Box won the shooting competition today? It's not a surprise at all. I want a big cheers for we just had a wonderful anniversary here four days ago. What's that? One thing that got the royal wedding off the TV. And you know what that was? What are you talking about, boy? I wasn't real big on the royal wedding. I wasn't either, and I hated that it was on TV. And there was something (laughs) that dropped it off the TV for one night, and I was so excited. What's that? There was actually, I was down in Ames. I was in college. And there was parades through the streets in Ames this night. And it was at like 11 p.m. Osama bin Laden. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. In the damn shot face. in the face <laughs> several times. Face. Did you guys see Kid Rock's like had Rob O'Neill up on the stage? No, uh-uh. like the whole thing. Yeah, it's all, you have to look it up. So it's on YouTube. But yeah, he like entered, and then Rob O'Neill tells this story about how he just like walked up and like just rocked Osama bin Laden's face with a machine gun. Yeah, I mean that is awesome. No, I remember where I so was. I want to I... cheers. I want to cheers for. An anniversary of Osama bin Laden being dead. Cheers. For one more year. That's right. No, he'll be dead the rest of his life. (laughs) Which is gone, so. He's going to be dead forever, Johnson. Not just one more year. (laughs) I understand that. I'll I'll cheers again in a year. But. I'll tell you what. That cheers was more for the anniversary of him getting shot in the face than him being dead one more year. Yeah, there you go. That's better. So uh, you don't know, but that could come back to the zombie apocalypse. Then what if Osama oh bin Laden is one of the zombies? They well, dropped his body he, in an ocean well because yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> shooting him in the face with a machine gun. Hey, how do you kill a zombie? You shoot him in the head. He well, was shot in the, the head face. multiple times. Well, if he's already, if you already shot, box the, head, the face come, is part of the head. If you're already shot in the head. Do you <laughs> so, come back as a that's zombie? That's what I was getting at. I don't no, know. it's called no. That's mercy. Z Nation. Anybody else watch? Box. If you ever turned into a zombie, I would totally shoot you in the head. Oh, thank you. You're that welcome, buddy. Anytime. <laughs> so, anyways, we're gonna get off this. Sam, uh, how do you think you have a bag? I think how would that bag perform in this uh, zombie, zombie apocalypse? Just absolutely wonderful. And I've been, uh, I've been. This is a company that I've done a little bit of work with. I know the owner. Um, so I, I message him. I text him the other day, and I was asking about a new range bag. Um, typically this is not my range bag setup. I like a duffel bags type style, but he recommended this bag. Um, so yeah, obviously it's just a backpack. Um, but I was rather inquest, uh, impressed with the inquest. <laughs> Sam can't do words with the quality. Um, but like I said, this is Arc defense. Go check them out on Facebook. Um, but yeah, so it's super impressed. I mean, it's good material. The zippers work well. Um, and they do. They offer a lot of other things. And actually, I got a, uh, a free throw rail on uh, my AR that I've been using. <laughs> Float. You're having a hard time today. It's been a it's been a hell of a, a long weekend, day, guys. guys. You can't enunciate to save your life. Free float. So yeah. So are there any uh, interior compartments? In um. You, so you got I'm big on interior. Compartments. Yeah. You got the main one here. You got the main one here, and then you got a spot for. It didn't fit my laptop, but it might a smaller laptop or a tablet. Um, I, I believe that's what that's for. Um, so I keep my ammo in this main main compartment, all my mags and all these goodies in here. There's another uh, slip in that one. Um, you got this main one with some inside of it. And then the main flap, it's also got several compartments on it. But anyway, 
Um, so I've been rather impressed with this. It's it's been holding. I've only been using it for a month or two, um, but it's been holding up well. I re I'm really digging it. Um, but like I said, the other stuff that I've used with these guys, uh, the rail, I'm really impressed with that. Um, it's a pretty pretty uh, simple rail, but it, you know, it feels nice. It just works really good. It's quality made, I believe. Uh, most of his stuff is, uh, well, I guess I can't say that. I'm not, not for sure on that. But anyway, so go check them out. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's all I really got on Arc Defense. Um, so the next subject that we wanted to talk about was Box was telling me about a little issue with customer service that he was having the other day. Yeah, so uh, I ordered some batteries for my camera here that you're watching us on. And uh, factory batteries are kind of expensive for these. They're $50 a piece, and I eventually had to spring the $50 for that. But I uh, wanted a couple of batteries in a quick manner, and I found some. I found a two-pack for about $40 on this website. So I went ahead and ordered them. I got them, <clears throat> threw them on my camera. I used them a little bit, and I was like, all right, this is great. They, they came charged, so I didn't have to. They, they worked in my camera and everything. Didn't have to worry about it. One finally died, so I threw it in my uh, my charger, and it didn't charge. So I tried the other one, and that one also didn't charge. So I contacted these guys and asked them, like, hey, on their website, I saw that it said, uh, we need original, original packaging to be able to accept any returns. So I contacted them, like, hey, I don't have the original packaging. It just came in a little envelope thing, so why would I keep that? <clears throat> Can I still return this? And they said, well, let me check that out for you. And he was like, uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Boy, really struggling here. But he, uh, he told me, yeah, we're going to check. We're going to check that out for you. I'm like, okay, this is, uh, this is great. Why can I not remember the rest of this goddamn story? So he told you, he sent you a Some, link. Yeah. He sent you a link. I think yeah. What I remember. Well, he, no, boy, okay. And, and here we here we go. I'm pretty Sorry. sure Box was just making fun of me a little bit ago for yeah. this. So. I'm just stupid. At least I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot, but I know my words. <laughs> so he asked me. I asked him if I could return those, and he said, "No need to return it since it's a, def a defective product. Just go ahead and throw it in the trash." And I was thinking, okay, that's great. So I asked him, do I get a refund or a replacement? He's like, oh, absolutely. You can get a replacement right now. So he sends me a link to the product that I had just bought and walked me through the checkout process. And I'm, <laughs> I'm so he was there. making you pay for it. Yes, for another exactly. One. I'm sitting there thinking, no, surely this isn't what I think yeah, it is. Okay. There's got to be a coupon, a coupon code. Yeah, <laughs> Something's so got to be going on here. <laughs> So I'm, I ask him, I'm like, wait, you, you're recommending that I buy another pair of these batteries that you just sent me that were defective and you're not going to refund or replace them? He's like, that's correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so I just throw these, these brand new batteries away and I, I buy a couple more. Are they disposable batteries? What's, what's going on here? <laughs> yes, our product is so shitty that you you buy one and then you you gotta buy some more because they don't work. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> I, just, I I asked him, I'm like, are you are you serious? 
this isn't are you is this how you're gonna do this and he's like well yeah they're defective sir i was like yeah <laughs> i yeah. know that's why i'm contacting you they were broken that just reminds me of ron swanson on parks and rec when they go into that vegan grocery store and he's like the vegan bacon is 100 meatless and he's like i would like to try some throws in the trash some more, please. <laughs> Throw us in the garbage. I'm just making sure that no one ever has to eat this. <laughs> like, Brett, like, I think the best Ron Swanson one was, like, when they're in that restaurant and he's looking at the menu and he's just, like, looking at it and just shuts it, hands it to the waiter, and he's like, just give me all the eggs and bacon you have. Yeah. And the waiter turns to leave and he grabs him by the hand and he's like, wait, wait, all. I, I fear so, you've misunderstood me. I yeah. want all the eggs and bacon you have. I believe what you've heard is I want a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was I want all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? I like the one he's walking through the hardware store. Excuse me, sir. Can I help you? I don't know. I know more than you do. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Yeah. But, yeah, customer service can be some of the most frustrating Especially when you're buying over like over the internet, you know you you, you haven't seen it in hand. Well, and the worst you know, part is Facebook when you get customer one of service. Those, I'm looking at you. One of those crappy like you know what I'm gonna save a few bucks. I'm gonna be a tightwad here and mm-hmm. like you know save a couple of bucks like batteries. You know like that's <laughs> that's one thing that you're like no, well, you know all the crap you get from overseas it's just about these were definitely thing. from overseas yeah they were definitely made of chinese oh, who was, was the, <laughs> pretty was sure it was india was the customer service guy from uh, india too or was he uh, he talked like he did i, I think so i'm not 100 percent on that but i like the guys you, you call in and be like <laughs> they tell my you name their name their name they tell you their name is their name is john yeah their name is billy joe but they got a freaking uh yeah. east indian accent hello is this is this at young <laughs> where are you at yeah my name is and john. they'll tell you they'll are tell you, you i've literally asked them before and they'll say well tennessee well we're at in tennessee tennessee new, new delhi <laughs> oh clear, clear, cleared that right up thanks for, thanks for that new delhi, tennessee, <laughs> new, new delhi tennessee i actually had a uh that that I'm sure you guys have got this. Um, the the scam to I'm good for now. Thanks. I'm good, all right. The scam to uh, your car warranty. Oh, <laughs> False. Man. My car doesn't have a warranty. Right. They call me, but all it can. Freaking time. So finally, I just got pissed off. So I I started talking to these guys, you know, and playing along with them and telling them um, what my car was. I had a 2013 like, Suburban or some shit. And I just talked to him for about 10 minutes and just let him on and on and on. And and finally, I got to the point where I couldn't lead him on anymore. So I just had to, I just kind of went off on him and says, no, I don't have a freaking car. I'm just tired of you guys calling me. Leave me alone. You know, I'm just going to waste your time every time you call. But um, the best one was the, the credit card scam. Um, they call and ask, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to put your uh, credit card interest rate at zero percent. So I says, OK, which credit card? Well, what do you have? <laughs> I says, don't you know what I have? Beans, you're calling me and saying you could lower the rate. Well, we deal with all the major ones. I says, okay, I got a, uh, I don't even remember what I said, American Express. Okay, sir. And I says, and I, I was kind of toying with him a little bit. Uh, so he says, uh, I, I, I said, so you're going to ask me for my numbers, right? Well, no, no, we certainly would never do that. Okay. 
okay. So we went on and on and he's asking me all my information and he's going to lower my credit card rate. And pretty soon he says, so what's your credit card number? And I, <laughs> and he says, uh, I, I, I said to him, well, you just said you weren't going to ask for my credit card number. Well, yeah, but we kind of need it. So I just read him. I, I just made up 16 fake numbers. And then you probably gave him some poor schmuck's actual credit card number. I might have. I might have. Like somebody had their identity stolen, and it's your fault. But so I made up these sixteen numbers, and then he, he asked me to repeat it. And I, at that point, I knew I was screwed because I didn't pay any attention to, you know, the numbers that I read off on him. So I just, I just kind of went off on him, and I says, you know, I hope you, uh, I hope you die a terrible, you know, you know, a terrible disease, and just, <laughs> well, sir, sir, and I says, no, you know. But anyway, that that th those people are the lowest of the freaking low yeah. when they just. I have a guy at work that every time somebody calls with one of those scams, and he will he will ask who he's speaking with, and then he'll say, "This is the such and such department of crime scene investigation." You know, this person was involved in a murder, and we need to know who you're you know, who you are and why you're trying to speak with this person. And he'll have them on the phone for like an hour. <laughs> just like, that's a really good, idea. I didn't think about that. that yeah, that's an amazing idea. They're like, Oh crap. I've called somebody that's committed a murder or, or is now dead, you know, was murdered and he gets them all freaked out. <laughs> I always get the, the, your car's factory warranty is yeah. about to expire thing. I get that one a lot. And I usually tell them that I drive like a, 1929 Hudson Hornet or something, <laughs> you know, like... What well, was made in... I, I, you know, I just, I give them some random... Right. You know, right. okay, so you... 1930s car that, you know, oh, my factory warranty, oh, no. The, <laughs> the crime scene thing just kind of jogged my memory. I, I know I called you after I received this phone call, Sam. Um, a little lead-in story. Uh, in 2012, I was doing some work up in Esterville, Iowa, and um, oh, yeah. if most most of you that listen to this have probably <laughs> been to Esterville, oh, yeah. it is not a, a very high crime town or anything like that. But I was staying at a hotel there doing some work on a, on a church, and um, I pulled into the parking lot one night after work, and uh, I went up to my room and I realized I'd forgotten my um, my logbook. So I went back down, and this minivan pulls in, and these uh, two guys get out of. Um, I'm not going to go into race or anything like that, but uh, one of them had a rat tail, and the other one was very large. And uh, <laughs> the one just starts dumping rounds out of a handgun in the parking lot of this hotel in Esterville, Iowa. And I froze. Like, I'm like, <laughs> crap! Like, <laughs> bleep. So, <laughs> bleep. Catch toad. Um, yeah, caught myself. I run into the hotel. And the little gal man in the front desk was on the phone. And I go, someone's shooting up your parking lot. Hang up the phone and call 911. And she looked at me like I was the dumbest person on the face of the earth. <laughs> like, it's Esterville. Like, come on. No. Nobody's shooting up a parking lot. And I was like, give me a pad and a paper. So I, she gave me a pad and a pen. And I ran outside. And the minivan is leaving. And I got the license plate number. And I called 911. And the welding shop across the street, the guy comes out. Two kids that had been by the Hardys, they come over. A bullet head was right between them. And you, uh, and so I went over and I found all the little 9mm shell casings. And then I look up and here comes that damn van with those two same guys in it. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, crap. For you. And 
No, they stopped in the middle of the road. I'm on the phone with a detective at this point. They've transferred me. And I was like, they're right there. I can see them. And so they... With that kind of voice? I don't know. Dude, you know how high... Like, I was jacked. I couldn't sleep that night. Anyway, so they they pulled the van over. Long story short. And um, I had to go ID the guy. Like, a detective in a GMC Sonoma pickup. A green five-speed... Picked me up. He was off duty working Sounds construction. Sounds like the DNR, actually. And uh, so he picked me up, drive by. I was like, yeah, that's a guy. Like 1030 at night, rolls around, phone rings, and it's this detective. I had to go down and do the one-way mirror thing. So back to where we originally started with your forensic deal. Last year, I received a phone call from a number I didn't know. And I'm like, whatever. And I answer it. And for a type A gun people like us, this is the last person you want to ever get a phone call from. I'm not going to say his name, but I answered. I was like, hello? And he's like, is this Mr. Seth Young? And I'm like, yeah. This is Agent Beep with the ATF. And I'm oh, like, oh, never crap. Did. I, didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't do it. Oh, no. Well, what ended up happening was they, that guy that had, he never shot anybody. He was just. I think there it was a it was a gun buy and he was testing the gun like a freaking moron. <laughs> he didn't test a gun in the middle of a parking lot. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you mean that's the story that he so, told the ATL, <laughs> right? Ended up this guy was part of a much larger crime Operation. deal, yeah. and no. you, I don't know if you've ever heard of a RICO mm-hmm. investigation. Sons um, of Anarchy. He told me I was I I was. <laughs> so Sam gets all his information. <laughs> he told me I might get called up to go testify in court in Kansas City, and I'm like. Why the hell did I ever call nine one one? Like nothing. I, I haven't heard from him since. Nothing ever came of it. But I was like, just my phone rang, and I, I I literally thought it was like one of my friends jacking with me. Like, and then I googled him, and I was like, oh shit, this is for real. Like, I'm on the phone with him. I Google, and I'm like, oh, what did I do? Like all my guns are legal, right? But it was like, yeah, this is so and so at the ATF, and I'm like, oh, shit. It was not one phone call. Really no. Here. No. So, anyways, guys, we're at uh, about an hour and ten minutes, so uh, I think we're going to have to call this one, but it's been fun. It's been kind of a uh, a little bit of a shit show, to be honest with you. Yeah. We got off topic. (laughs) We're not exactly organized people. But I feel like that's going to be a common theme. Yeah. If you guys are listening to us, just get used to it. I mean, I think what what we found out in this podcast is that uh, Jesse won. Sam can enunciate. Right. And Sam, we can get off topic good. on everything. Yeah. <laughs> and Box can't remember his own stories. It's yeah. true. I, I, well, I, I just pulled the same thing with the whole uh, car scam. But anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but we'll keep making these. If you guys keep watching them, we'll just keep making them even if you don't watch them. So, But uh, we appreciate it if you, if you stayed this long. And uh, like, like we said last time, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That uh, we're just gonna keep making these about every two weeks, hopefully. Um, this was a good time. I had fun with you guys today. Check out ballistic imagery on Absolutely. Instagram and YouTube. He's gonna yeah. have some. Uh, he's got some really cool pictures. You'll see me of... kicking these guys' asses on that channel. Actually, what, what you'll see a lot of is Johnson inappropriately grabbing box. <laughs> There's and Sam, he's, that, that, he's, he's mildly well, obsessed certain, with Sam's nipples. There are certain things we need to keep to ourselves, fellas. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, check him out on Instagram and YouTube. He does some really cool photography, a lot of absolutely um, firearms-based photography and stuff. He's going to be doing some range day videos and stuff from our competitions. He'll be yep. 
doing some videography there and making pretty cool videos out of it. So yep. also right. check out the uh, Life Short Live Free Instagram. Jonathan just started. Yep. Yep, got Instagram um, going. And if you want a good group to join, the Life Short Live Free group on Facebook. Also, check out uh, Shyworks, our, our page on Facebook. We post maybe, some pretty maybe cool you want to throw gun Arc stuff. Arc Defense in there. Yep, also. absolutely. In the Arc Defense bag uh, we were talking about, check out Arc, Defen Arc Defense on Facebook. They got a, uh, a nice little uh, page going on there. Um, some pretty awesome stuff in your, if you're into the shooting. They got all sorts of stuff, so go check out their website as well. But. Anyways, uh, we will be back in a couple weeks. Um, we appreciate you guys watching. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe to this uh, channel. And if you got any topics you want us to talk about, make sure to let us know in the comments. And until we talk to you next time, remember, life's short, live free. God bless.